Good morning. Welcome to Happy Hamstrings. This is Julie Brown. Ooh, today is March 19th. It's Friday morning. It is right about 7.15 a.m. And I mark myself blessed and safe and lucky and all that because I don't know how many of you are aware of this or where you're listening from. On Wednesday evening, the final count was 24 tornadoes went through five different states and a lot of them came into right where Alabama ties into Georgia and that's kind of close to me. In fact, at one point there were two groups of three tornadoes and then there were two more below them and they were all (laughs) on the map now, the radar on TV. All of them were like headed right in my direction (laughs) and I just said unbelievable and I just I have to stay on my sleep schedule if I'm going to get up at 4 o'clock for work. Because my schedule on a busy day is 5 a.m., 12 p.m., 5 p.m. So I have to keep my energy flowing. So I give my best. I want to take a class if I'm not going to give my best. Anyway, I digress. Um, Wednesday. Wednesday, um, obviously they canceled all my classes. And I did a quick podcast. And I was like, well... I don't know. I'm just not that anxious. Maybe it's because I've always lived here and the weather's always kind of like this. And also just knowing I can't really stop a tree. Like if a tree is going to do something, I can't, I'm not that strong (laughs) no matter how much I lift. So I don't try to worry about things I can't control. And also the thing I can control is my sleep. And I could have stayed up all night. Like a lot of people just waited it out. They didn't want to sleep. You know, they didn't want to go to bed. I guess they want to be ready. Like, I should have, I guess in some respects, I could have been, you know, waiting and watching the map and ready to run into the basement. Like some folks might want to do. I just went to bed. (laughs) All right, everybody. I just, I was like, it's time to go to bed. I may have stayed up a little later than normal. I was like, I'm not going to wait this out because it's coming late. I can't just sit up and wait and see if the storm's going to, I mean, what's, I mean, besides being able to get into the basement, I saw footage of where it touched down. I mean, it's weird. Like, it'll take, an, I don't know if you guys have ever seen this, it'll take an entire house, and all you can see on the dirt is, like, the shape. You can see the imprint of the shape of the house. Like, there's nothing left. And then the house right next to it, it'll be just right there, still intact. It's very strange. So, as my husband says, if a tornado's got your number, a tornado's got your number. You can't control it. And, obviously, the best thing to do is not be on the road in a vehicle. Um, When we were in school, they wouldn't even let us go home. (laughs) I come from a different era. So, one time there was a tornado super close to the school. I mean... What I heard is if I would have gone outside, it was close enough where, I mean, it didn't touch down at the school, but we would have seen in the distance on the horizon, we would have seen more than we needed to see. (laughs) I'm not sure if that's true or if that was just like people talking because you know how school is. Um, But there was one pretty close and that was, I want to say 1989. I should have really looked that up. I didn't really plan to talk about this. I just want to say what they did. In elementary school, the drill, which we went through regularly, open all the windows first. And um, I believe it was just like 
under your desk? No, it wasn't under your desk. It was in the hall. See, they kept changing things. So that the in the hall is just as ridiculous. So you get in the hall. This is what, I don't know who came up with this genius plan. The kids don't go home <laughs> in the 80s. <laughs> they line them up, get in the hall. You tuck your head between between your knees. And I guess that some people say that's the kiss your ass goodbye. That's what some people joke now. Um, and then you cover the, you protect the back of your head with your hands. Because now apparently my phalanges are a helmet. You clasp your hands together behind your head. And I guess in the 80s, this back then, whoever was planning these things, that was the best plan they had. But that was what we did in the 80s was we got in the hall. We just sat it out. No, no one went home. We tucked our head between our knees and covered our head with our hands. And what's even more bizarre was when they stopped. They were like, yeah, we're not going to close. We're not going to have you open the windows anymore. Because I remember somebody asking, like, why are we opening the windows? Um, and they said it had to do with air pressure or something. Or maybe the windows are less likely to break or something like that. The glass won't blow out as likely or something. Well, then that became too much of a hazard to have kids get near the window. <laughs> hey, a storm's coming. Get over there by the window. The 80s plan. So then about 89, they were like, no, no. Don't close the windows now. The new plan is you just get in the hall. <laughs> now it's like if there's hail in the news, everybody just stays home the whole day. <laughs> it seems like that's what it is. I could be exaggerating. It seems like they stay home for anything. They can predict a flurry. There's no equipment here. If there's snow predicted, it doesn't matter if it snows or not. They'll close the schools. But I mean, a tornado. Most people want to be with their families. <laughs> in a safe place. And I mean, granted, some of the kids, you know, that I went to school with, maybe the hallway was a much safer place if they were not living in a, like, structured building, if they were living in a trailer. Um, obviously, that sending them home to a trailer, probably not the better choice. You know what I mean? So, I don't know. People just need to be in a storm shelter. I can't believe Lowe's is actually selling, um, I was telling my husband about this. I can't believe it. They've got these little metal boxes. They're calling little storm shelters. <laughs> like a little sliding door or something. It's like a little metal. Imagine if a phone booth was just a metal box. Metallic. Storm shelter. Very expensive. Um, yeah, my, my storm shelter would be my basement. It's just a big concrete box. So, anyway. It's okay. I didn't have to go in the basement. If glass starts to break, that's the plan is um, my husband and I will go into the basement if there's a big storm and glass breaks. We've been very lucky, knock on wood, if you're superstitious. <laughs> I don't know if I am anymore. Um, I just didn't stress out. I don't know if yoga helped me with that, but I don't really think that storms have ever been... Like, I guess it's not a situational anxiety thing for me, like... I have situational anxiety when it comes to, like, maybe communications, but not, like, with the weather, if that makes sense. I don't know. All right, so yesterday, back to the yoga, we're already, what, almost eight minutes in, and I'm just talking all about tornadoes. You know, when you survive the chance that 24 tornadoes are headed right for 
I'm joking. All okay. All twenty four were not headed right for me, but there were two groups of three, and then a couple behind them. Yeah, it made me a little nervous. I would say, just unbelievable. So yesterday, <laughs> even though I did lose some workout time because the gyms were all closed, uh, yesterday I went to attend class with Kaylee. I really love her. She works with me at the uh, the College Rec Center. And she has a 30-minute stretch class. Really, really good. I mean, everything that she does, I freaking love working with her. And let me tell you, one of the first things she did that really helped me personally is with the folding forward and touching palms to the ground. I do that. I love that. Well, she added a long hold in which we would slowly lift up our heels and then come to grounded, lift up our toes and come to grounded. Now you're keeping your palms flat on the ground in your forward bend. So forward fold, palms flat on the ground, and just very slowly, alternately lift your toes, get grounded, and then lift your heels, get grounded. I highly recommend you try this. If you can't put your palms on the floor, don't despair. Just use yoga blocks or whatever you need to use to bring the floor closer to you so that you're hinged from the hips. It feels amazing in your calves to do a stretch like this. And then last night, I went to Pell City Yoga Center. Uh, Julia is my instructor there. I love working with her too. She's from Russia and she owns Pell City Yoga. She's been doing yoga a long time. She's very serious about it and she's authentic. Um, I don't know if she's, I don't know, like I ha- I've never had a chance to ask her, I guess, where she trained if it was always in Russia or if she trained in Russia. And here, I really need to get the time to sit down and talk to her because we live um, different cities. We live in different cities. Anyway, so she did a lot of, every time I go to Julia's class, I'm like, she's the queen of the lunges. That's what I call her. I'm like, she's queen of lunges. She'll get you in down dog, put you in a lunge, get you in a flow. (laughs) Just so good. Um, I needed it. I needed the hip stretches. She did some side lunges that I loved where I was on my knee. Well, I should say we. When I say we, there were four. Well, there was four of us total as far as students go. We had our leg out to the side and she had us do hip circles. So I'm on my knee, one knee, other leg out to the side And while you're just supporting yourself there, just some hip circles, keeping your back straight, you know, moving the pelvis around. And then she had us like curtsy our leg back. Oh man. And then after you curtsy your leg back and I'm on my knee, she's all like, grab your foot. (laughs) And the way she grabbed her foot was like pinky up. (laughs) So that created a lot of openness in the chest. And at first I didn't think I was going to reach my foot. And then I did. The guy behind me was laughing at the first pose. We did like this reach behind you thing. And I could not come to my knees and reach behind me very well because of my knees. He started laughing because I put the yoga wheel underneath me. You know, that yoga wheel, it's a great life hack. If you do yoga and you are always using blocks and you struggle with the blocks and you're like, I wish blocks were taller. Do yourself a favor. Get yourself a yoga wheel. I use it all the time. And sometimes you do need blocks, especially if it's like a left-hand, right-hand thing. But every once in a while, I can grab the sides of the wheel because it's kind of big. 
so I can just grab the edges. Anyway, I love it. I use it all the time. Um, some other things Julia did. Let me think. Oh, she did frog pose. The toes together. And then she had it like... It's pretty much like she moved us into a prone version of Supta Baddha Konasana. And if you don't know what that means, it's just like when you're laying on your back, Supta Baddha Konasana is when you're laying on your back and your feet are together. Knees float out to the side. Last night, one of the last poses Julia put us into was like she started us like we we're going to do frog, but with toes together. And then we move down to our belly. So now I'm like in that bound angle pose but with my knees out and I'm on my belly really needed these hip openers. I have a lot of tightness in my hips. So like every little thing she did, I needed it. And she does her sun salutations different from me. And the class I took with Letty, she did sun salutations different from me. So I really needed these variations to switch it up. I like to mix things up and make it different. Like as long as I feel like I'm working, then I'm good. All right, so um, there's just so much on my mind. I've decided after my 20 hours of karma yoga, I don't think I'm going to do that much more free content. I'm just going to wait and see. <laughs> my client laughed at me for saying this this morning. Uh, see what speaks to me <laughs> or see what speaks to you. That's what I said to her. I just, I don't know that broadcasting is going to really keep speaking to me I don't know. Um, the thing is, I found a lot more peace when I stopped trying to explain things to people. And that's why I love the podcast. Whoa, I, I don't I don't really want to go off on a tangent here because I don't want to sound like I'm ranting or I don't want to sound like I'm ungrateful. But however, <laughs> I want to offer and bring as much free content as possible. On the other hand, like I have to look out. I have to look out for myself. This is my business at the same time. And so this is something that I learned from Shelly when she was like, people say it's spiritual. You're not supposed to charge, but it can't be both. She said, but it can be. And I mean, she's living proof. <laughs> you just look at her business. She's living proof that it can be both. You can give out a good spiritual healing yoga class where you let people kind of learn from you as they learn from themselves. And you can still charge money. <laughs> um, I just, even my husband was not happy. I was totally fine with the karma yoga, the free yoga. And I don't have to make it public. Like, I have the option. My school's giving me the option, right? Like, I can keep it on the Patreon only if I wanted to. And then just, I would have to copy and paste each link as homework to my peer support in my school. I'm like I said, I'm just trying to figure out how to verbalize this without sounding bitter because I'm just like a ball of fury. That's the part you don't see much of me. <laughs> I'm just a big angry ball of fury. Um, yeah, my husband's like free content. <laughs> You're giving away your time. Like he doesn't see that as a good thing. Well, the bigger picture is it doesn't matter. I have to write an essay on my experience. And already the essay that I see forming, this is how I'm going to articulate this and keep it diplomatic. I can actually see why 
actually, I mean, this is actually, Shelly was asking us not to do free yoga. I see why Michelle is doing this. I don't want to say to us, <laughs> for us to see and understand and learn. There is so much value to what we do. And I mean, whether or not if people take the time out to appreciate it or not, we have to value our time. And also, it's a good feeling to help others to know you're giving back to the community. So I'm going to do a lot more therapeutic things. I don't think I'm going to do a lot of free like power yoga, maybe a couple. I just I want to give back. And at the same time, this has been, I mean, not complaining. It's been really hard time to be a business owner. And it's changed me in so many ways. It's changed my attitude, the way I approach things, the way I discuss things with people. And I don't want it to make me into something I'm not. Honestly, I've admired business people since I was young. But I don't want to turn into like some kind of greedy business monster. And that's the thing is what is success? Is success money? A lot of people say, yeah, success is money. Some people measure success on like a different plane. Okay, so I pulled up a list of, <laughs> we cut away for a moment. I pulled up a list of ways to measure success because this is constantly um, up for debate. Like money, 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 money. Yeah, number one list um, is profitability, right? So I'm going to go over the other things that measures true success and we'll just listen and read it together. <laughs> uh, number one, profitability. Number two, a number of customers. Number three, the satisfaction level of those customers. Number four, employee satisfaction. Well, I don't have any employees yet, so I'm pretty sure they're happy because it's me. Your satisfaction. I'm pretty satisfied with what I'm doing. Number six, level of learning and knowledge. And number seven, how you spend your time. So these last two, I'm working all the time. <laughs> the number of customers, I don't have as many clients as I would like to have. I don't think it's because I'm doing something wrong. This is just pandemic still. And people are still, I don't know. They're not nervous when they're in Walmart, it seems. <laughs> but when you tell someone to come to the gym, I don't know if it's just an extra barrier. Anyway, satisfaction level. I think my customers are pretty satisfied. I've been meeting with my current client a few weeks, a few months now, I guess. Um, and the the employees were satisfied the other ones that I met with. As far as everything that I've done, I really never had any big complaints. Now, I always know there's room for improvement. And I've had many um, experiences over the years. They're not all they're not all good, even though I have like a bazillion, that's not a real number, a bazillion <laughs> great memories. We had a lot of great memories at all the different gyms. And yeah, the, the level of knowledge, that should, that should be a big part of it. And I mean, if you're going to pay a personal trainer, wouldn't you rather pay a personal trainer that's invested into a certification? I mean, you can just get a certification you can just get any kind of certification. There's different types. Or you can just be a... I mean, some people don't know this. You can just be a trainer. You don't have to be certified. You can just say, I'm a personal trainer. 
And then if they ask what kind of certification, no, I don't have any, they can say that. (laughs) And I did some, you know what, when I was in my early 20s, I did some personal training without a certification. It was like, everyone in that gym was a personal trainer. (laughs) And guess what, we all gave you pretty much the same thing to do. It was like, Everybody had the same chart. It was pre-printed. It was pre-planned. The machines were already in the order for it. So in a way, it was a smart system. And as I've learned more and more, (laughs) I see how that works and why that kind of worked. But I also see like there's so much depth to giving a customized workout, especially if you're giving a customized workout for like a firefighter or like an athlete or someone who's like if someone's about to run a triathlon and you just put them on the circuit, <laughs> it's it's not the same as personalized, personalized workouts. And I did find peace when I stopped trying to s- explain. Like, if you run a business, stop trying to, like, explain yourself. Like, we're going to miss out on life. We're not going to get the respect we deserve. Just before you even get your business license, just move past that crap. Just let it go before you meet these people. It's like when I get to the craft fair and I unpack the table, I just like, I accept, okay, right away I accept what's going to happen. Is people are not going to even say hello back to me. That's fine. They're just looking. They're just shopping. They're going to totally ignore me just trying to greet them or say good morning. <laughs> but it's worth it for the, for the other, like, you know, they say you got to take the bad with the good. Um, I love setting up my little craft booth. Kids' reactions is just, it's amazing. So, I need to work on my number one of these seven ways, according to the Google search, to measure my true success. I need to work on number one and two. (laughs) I'm obviously not in it for the money. (laughs) Um, And I don't care. Like, I didn't care as much until I needed some work done on my house. And now I'm finding myself like, it's just, I don't, I mean, everybody's going through so much, so it's not about me. It's just, it's changed a lot of people's attitudes, including mine. I'm just, <laughs> I'm, I'm like, especially doing the free karma yoga in like in with this. <laughs> so I'm offering up my free time when I'm so clearly like needing to make money and then I'm giving out these free classes. I do appreciate my Patreon supporters. If you're listening and you're a Patreon supporter, thank you so much. There's going to be lots more coming to you. And after my 20 hours of karma yoga ends, I will be putting up some more weightlifting. We'll get back into the other stabilization exercises and things that are not just only yoga. If you're on Patreon right now, it's going to be yoga for a little while because I'm ready to graduate. I think I can take my test before I finish my karma yoga. Someone said they did that. I think I'd rather just do my karma yoga, write my essay about the experience of it. My essay is going to say like, I see why we charge people money. (laughs) My time is valuable. (laughs) Essay over before I started it. Just kidding. I know it's going to be deep and I'm going to have all kinds of, I'm going to have all kinds of happy people feedback, right? It's going to happen. It's totally going to happen. (laughs) 
Uh, a lot of things that I need to share with you right now are on previous episodes. So make sure you listen in. I, I talk about self-fulfilling prophecies and the brain science behind getting in your workout. Why it helps you. Scientifically proven to improve your emotional mood, your look on outlook on life. Just do the workout. It doesn't even matter. They've proven. It doesn't matter how intense it is. Just a short workout every day. It's going to improve your mood. It's going to help you relax. It's going to help you think on your feet, just scientifically speaking. Thank you so much for listening. I have so much more to share with you. And every time I do one of these, I feel like I'm really like making it into condensed milk because I sit through lecture after lecture and there's no way I could regurgitate all these into one hour. I'm working really hard to bring you guys the most. And you can really look for getting that knowledge in my workouts so make sure you subscribe or just yeah subscribe on youtube or patreon follow my instagram and next week uh additionally i'll be putting up workouts all week so if you're a part of jsu i'm gonna call this (laughs) i might call it like beak week or um beak break beak break beak break week i don't know like a spring break beak week it's gonna be like a workout week So what I'm basically going to do, since we're not having any group fitness and I don't want anybody to get off track or feel like that they're not getting their motivation, I'm going to be posting just all kinds of exercise videos next week. I might even start as early as today. Um, What I may do is just record them all today. That way I can just flood it out next week while we're on spring break and give out workouts for you guys especially the ones that's been coming in and now there's no classes for a whole week I wonder if anybody that comes to my classes listens to these if you come to my class and you listen to this hey let me know tell me all right thanks and if you have any questions about your workout about weightlifting about yoga about mindfulness if you have any questions let me know reach out to me if you have any ideas for topics I have a million ideas for podcast topics. Like I said, I've, I'm going to do one for the kosher bodies. I'm going to do one podcast each for all of the yamas and the niyamas. That's going to be fun, I think. So, yeah, keep listening. Keep looking out from workouts on my Instagram, which is Yogi Jules. Same as my website, Y-O-G-I-J-U-L-Z. And have a wonderful, fun weekend. See you soon. Namaste.